So this is a new recording. This is Mike Graham. Uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, surprise, surprise, is not fucking here yet because uh, he's running late. Today, his excuse is that his wife is ill and apparently he had to do all the chores at home. I don't know whether he's been mopping the floor uh, or doing the dishes or doing the washing or the laundry, maybe cutting the grass, feeding the fucking dog. Who knows what he's been doing? Anyway, all we know is whatever he fucking does, he's always fucking late. Doesn't seem to make any difference. He'll be here soon, though. He promised me he'd be here by two, so he almost certainly won't be. Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Um, good to see you, mate. Um, you too. Very nice day out there. Not. <laughs> yeah. Fucking rain's coming down. Um, can we just start off this week with um, why the fuck you took my phone? <laughs> um, last Friday, you were doing it was breakfast. fucking innocent, mate. Innocent. Yeah, but you know you've already, you must have already had your phone with you, and your phone doesn't even look like mine. You haven't even got a fucking iPhone. And I was fucking going, I thought I'd gone mad. I was saying to Aaron, right? I go... Where's my phone? Is it's it a outside? bit like yours, and it was just uh, comparing it's like it. Well, yeah, I accept it's that. bigger. It's got a different case. <laughs> it does. It's not an iPhone. Anyway, I for those of you who don't know, you know, in, in the business we're in, you use your phone all the you time do need because your phone, you're, you're looking stuff up. You know, you're reading twi- tweets, you're sending tweets, all of that. And I thought, where's my phone gone? I'm sure I had it, and I knew that I'd sent out a tweet to say the show was on. And I'm pretty sure I don't ever leave it on the desk outside. So I sent him outside. I said, can you see if you can find my phone? And you sort of panic. You know when you panic? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You think, oh my God, I, mean, I left somebody, it on the train. Today or... when I mentioned it again, I did get a, a text from somebody saying, you're lucky you didn't, you didn't take his Hampstead Heath. <laughs> Fucking lose it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take your phone. I'll just go and chuck yeah. it on the heath somewhere yeah. like, like I want to do. Yeah. Well, so, my fucking daughter did that one, Troy, with an iPad of mine. I did a show in Shepherd's Bush and I left my iPad in backstage. And I'd already left by then. And I said, look, do me a favour if you're still there, because she was still there drinking. I said, just pick up the iPad for me. So she picked it up, took it to Soho and left it there. Fucking lost it. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You'd yeah, be better off right. just leaving it where it fucking was, right. you stupid right. cow. But anyway. We should um, put people in the picture. I did the breakfast show on Friday. Yes. So I had to do the handover with Mike when he started at 10 a.m. And of course, when you do the handover, you gather up all your documents and all your... And mine, bit, apparently. ...bits and pieces in your computer. And amongst that, um, evidently, I took Mike's phone. And uh, I found mine, by the way. I chucked it in my bag for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. Um... Had he not got, because it was my, I suddenly thought, I know what's happened here. Because I was really panicking. I thought, fuck, I've lost my phone. Somebody's fucking taken it or whatever. Um, and you know when you, you start to try and think it's back really to when bad, you last yeah, used really it. Bad, yeah. And so I said, but I suddenly had this bright idea. I thought, I bet bloody Kevin's taken it. Um, I said, fucking find <laughs> it was him. And he's going, he's in the toilet. I said, I don't care. Go and fucking find him. <laughs> and then eventually you came out, apparently, and then said, no, I haven't got no, Mike's phone. No, this, this is, is my mine phone. Here, but it was mine. <laughs> yeah. Fucking unreal. Because anyway. just starting a show when you've lost something like yeah. that, it really puts your mind no, I was, uh, my in mind the wrong was place. Like racing. Yeah. I was like, shit. Because I'm thinking, if I lose my phone, it's like the worst thing that can ever happen. Yeah, it is, yeah. Because it's all very well saying, well, everything's in the cloud, you know, but it really isn't. No, no, you, you, losing your phone for someone like us is shit. So, it's like uh, the worst. Sorry about that, Mitch. Yeah. Won't happen again. 
Yeah, I bet it fucking will do. Now, I've got to apologise as well before we start to Ben, um, who sent us a tweet oh, that last week, and I didn't read it, right, because for some reason I missed it. Oh. Um, anyway, this is the original tweet. He okay. said, Hi, Mike and Kev. My girlfriend Joe was recently discharged from hospital following six hours of surgery for cancer. She's on the mend, but could you please give her a shout out as she's a fan? Also, for me being a useless cunt for not cutting the grass while she was away. Now, I forgot about that. I didn't see it at all. So I said, look, I'm really sorry. Sorry, Ben. We'll mention it next time. And then he went, apology accepted, you utterly useless cunt. Yeah, well, um, and he goes, he's got our number. He's got, he's got the real, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he went, Joe got the good news today that she doesn't need chemotherapy, so if you can do a shout-out on a future podcast, it'll be a lovely surprise and much appreciated. So well done, Joe. Um, I'm glad to hear you're on the mend. Glad to hear you don't need chemotherapy. And he says, grass is still not cut. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, well, well done, Joe. Really pleased yeah. to hear and Well you. done for putting up with Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of a cunt. Tell that cunt Ben to cut the fucking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of partners... Um, yeah. You were a bit late today. Yeah, I'm late you today. Claim, you claim... No, it's right? absolutely true. You claim that your wife is ill. No, she's, 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 she was feeling, like, not very well last night. She's woken up... Not COVID, is it? No, it's with the fucking cold. Loads of people have got this. And this is why she's got it, right? Uh, it's so fucking annoying. Right. Right, on Friday, right, it's, I'll let you into a secret. Uh, you know, it wasn't very lads of me. But I, I did not uh, see the England-America game live. Well, you didn't miss it, did you? Well, I wanted to see well, it. Well, you watched it the week of the week. No, no, no you, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> no. Um, of course I wanted to see it. Uh, and so I said to Henry, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Friday night, you know, when you book the theatre... Oh God! But it's uh, it's uh, England America. Can can we can I watch that on the telly? And said, "No, you fucking can't." So, <laughs> so uh, instead of watching England America, I went to St Mark's Church in Hampstead. You yes, know that. I know St Mark's, uh, where the Hampstead Players, the local Amjam right. group, uh, they put on an annual sort of Christmas production. And this year, it was Blythe Spirit by uh, Noel Coward. Fucking hell. Quite a good play. But, you know... Your fucking life is amazing. I know. I mean, oh, yes, I'm not going to watch the football. Yeah. I'm going to see Blind Spirit it was by a, Noel Coward. It was a bit poncy of me. It is very yeah. poncy. Anyway, well, yeah, well, I couldn't get out of it. To be fair, she booked it long before she knew that uh, England and America would be playing. So I thought, yeah. well, I'll go. So... We go there and you sit in the pews and it's quite, I've been before, it's quite nice and they're, 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 it's a high standard Amdram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so we sit down, got a good seat, got a glass of wine and all that. And then behind us, right, there's this fucking woman. Sort of, <laughs> 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 oh, Fucking play, all fucking play. She never fucking stopped. So at half time, Henrietta says, says, uh, oh, let's remove seats. I said, well, the fucking damage has been done now. And, you know, she looks like a nice lady. I don't want to fucking make a seat. So we carried on sitting there. And uh, I said, why not? We're going to get this fucking... Up. But imagine so, in the days of COVID, that would have been a fucking well, you know, well, capital yeah. offence. But also, also, if you're listening, woman in St. Mark's Church yeah. last Friday night, you're a selfish fucking cunt you should have fuck you should have fucking stayed at home you fucking bitch anyway so 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 you know like you know i'm i can be quite fiery but well i've got older you know and, and so every fiber in my body i want to turn around to her and say you cunt right. uh, but i didn't yeah. i never said anything but Probably what best. at half time i thought I'm going to go up to her and I say, I was going to say, 
Do you think that just those of us sitting close to you will get your fucking cold? Or do you think everyone in the entire fucking church yeah. will? Why didn't you fucking stay at home? Anyway, sure enough, uh, I mean, I seem to have got away with it so far, fingers crossed. Henrietta wakes up today with the fucking mother and father of all colds, and she caught it off that cunt in the fucking theatre, right? And here's another thing about going to the theatre, right? So, Was she on her own, this woman? No, she was with her husband. And she was obviously a friend of one of the cast because she kept right. theatrically laughing at not very funny moments. Right. Anyway, it's like when you go to the show. He must have been uh, a yeah, bit fucking yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. By the way, uh, if you're a theatre go and you go to see, uh, you know, um, All's Well That Ends Well or yeah. one of the uh, Shakespeare comedies mm. and you laugh throughout the uh, production loudly, you're a cunt. Yeah. Because it's not really very it's funny. Not that funny. It's not at all yeah. funny. Shakespeare shit. Anyway. Uh, so the rest of the evening, the, uh, the, the, the real kind of, uh, if you like, the carrot at the end of the stick, yeah. the play was quite good. Uh, the, play, the acting was quite good, quite a good production, mm. so I quite enjoyed it. But at, at 10 o'clock, she booked uh, a restaurant called Gin Kitchi in Hampstead. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. It's it. a fantastic yeah. Japanese restaurant, yeah. really fucking good. Ger um, Giles Corrin, um, he uh, wrote a book a few years ago, The 50 Best Restaurants in Britain, right. and this was number one. Was it? Yeah. Wow. And it's a great I've never eaten well, it. Well, well I'll, I'll take you there. You love it. We should go. Uh, anyway, so that was booked for 10 o'clock, because that's the last booking you can get. All right, so the, yeah. <laughs> the play started at 7.30. Right. There was a break in the middle. So we're getting up to 10 to 10. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be any kind of sign of the fucking end. And then it gets to 5 to 10. Yeah. And I'm going, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, big, big finish. Anyway, the fucking thing didn't finish until 20 past no. fucking 10. Christ. So we rush up to Gin Kitchen, which isn't that far. Uh, it's a five-minute walk. So we get there, and of course, it's too fucking late. Let you in. So I didn't see the football. Oh, uh, Henrietta got a fucking streaming cold, and we never got to get to fucking dinner. I mean, what a fucking night! So you had to get home. The weekend starts here. So you had to get home hungry. Well, yeah, do you know what? we went home and had uh, uh, Heinz tomato soup. Fuck's sake! Haven't you got just eaten? Did you fucking gonna order pizza or something? Could have done, but it, you, that's another thing that it revealed. Yeah. I, this is the same in central London. At 10 o'clock now in London, that's it. You can't get anything to eat. Yeah. All the restaurants start closing. Well, you know, I noticed that I tried to book a restaurant for about 9 o'clock the other week. Right. Or 9.30, actually, because it was going to be after the talk. It was the only time I could do it. And uh, I couldn't. It kept reversing back to 9 o'clock. I'm like, well, I can't get there for fucking 9 o'clock. That's where the show ends. Yeah. But, you know, I need to be there. Can I get 9.15? No, couldn't get it. Yeah, Last fucking yeah. booking, 9 o'clock. It's fucking... I'm surprised you get one for 10. Yeah, I mean, before COVID, you could easily get a meal at midnight in yeah. London. Yeah. Uh, after COVID, I mean, they're, they're I all... The only place you can go is Chinatown. I think they still stay open late. Yeah, maybe. So I used to go up there after we put the, the third edition away on the Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go up there at, like, 1 in the morning and fucking, you know, roll around drinking yeah, to about yeah. 4. But, um... Last time my daughter was here, she's coming back soon. Um, we ended up in Rules for quite oh, a while. Oh, yeah, I remember you went there. Lovely no, restaurant, not cheap. Not cheap, but also <laughs> very fucking noisy when we got there. Was it? Well, no, it wasn't when we got there because we were shit-faced. <laughs> uh, and we'd fucking... We'd <laughs> we'd, we're quiet until so you got there. They were really fucking happy to see us. The whole fucking place cleared, right? Uh, which is not unusual for me. <laughs> and... Um, we, we started off drinking in the afternoon because it was like Thursday, so we had the fucking Thursday club. <laughs> and then we went to the telephone exchange. Then we went over to Five Hartford to see some friends of mine uh -huh. over in Mayfair. More drink. Back over here to see Jeremy <laughs> Kyle, who was having dinner. 
And then we went to Rules. We got there for about 9 30, 9 45. <laughs> absolutely fucked. I ended up buying some ludicrously expensive bottle of wine as well. Yeah, I love that one. Which I didn't fucking need. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how much is that? Oh, fucking 85 quid. Great. Excellent. And then we were so drunk, and this, you'll know me, right? Never before would you have seen me not drinking. Yeah. But we were so drunk, we couldn't finish the bottle. Bloody yeah. That's how fucking bad it was. That, 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 does, um, um, that tells the story. It really does. But, but, um, but yeah, there's definitely a problem having now Late proper food, dinner know, outside, know. you know? Um, now, I'm just going to tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast. Okay. It is Surfshark Online Protection. Who needs it? If you're asking this question, obviously you do. Websites, hackers, and third-party companies all monitor your online behaviour. Even your internet service provider can monitor and sell your online behaviour to other third parties. You didn't know that. In short, you explore and do your thing online, and they profit from it, unless you've got a VPN. And you'll know this, because you know how they were popping up with adverts because of things you talk about. This easy-to-use product can help you prevent all of what I just said. It masks your location and makes it more difficult to distinguish you from a crowd of users. And it doesn't end there. Let's pretend you would like to have even more security than that. In that case, Surfshark has your back. They have an awesome product called Surfshark Alerts, which alerts you every time your personal data has been leaked online. And Surfshark Search, which you can use as a search engine without any tracking or targeted ads. So try Surfshark risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals slash thought. That's a special for the Thought Police fans. Enter promo code THOUGHT, you get 83% off and three extra months for free. So it's surfshark.deals slash thought. Actually, it's worth doing because nowadays, every single time I talk to anybody about anything, I put on Facebook and there's a bloody ad for it. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, fuck off. And I'm not even like, the microphones are turned off, everything's turned off. You know? uh, yeah, and if you, if you, you know, like, uh, I, I bought some shoes online about... A, a year ago, mm. every time I put turn my phone or my laptop same on, thing, adverts for shoes. Yeah. Uh, before that, I remember uh, for about three years I had solid adverts for sunglasses. Mm. You ever you buy anything once online, yeah. and on they go. I know. They never stop. It's fucking amazing. I've got a great. I'm talking about buying online. Right? This is a great story from the other night. Um, finally decided to order a Ricardo delivery. Which I don't do very often, especially now because I'm hardly ever in, right? Yeah, no. So I thought I'm going to order it for Sunday night because I know I'm definitely going to be there. And I did do a bit of drug shopping, ordered quite a lot of stuff, quite a lot of wine, <laughs> um, a couple of other, you know, like six bottles of water, all the heavy shit because I don't want to fucking carry yeah, it up three yeah, flights yeah. of stairs, right? Anyway, so the fucking guy shows up in the van and I could see him and he walks out of the van, goes the wrong way, I'm like, fucking hell. Finally, I see him coming back. I said, oh, right, mate, you know, it's down here, just hit number 16. And he goes, uh, are you coming down? I said, sorry? He went, are you coming down? I said, no, you're coming up with the delivery that I ordered because you're the delivery guy yeah. and I'm not coming down. So there's then a fucking kerfuffle. I buzz him in the door and I'm up three flights of stairs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no big fucking deal. Anyway, it's taking a really fucking long time. He eventually appears with all the bags, right? Yeah. Puts them all down outside my flat. And he looks at me and he's like, I need an heart attack coming up those stairs. Get another job. Then. I said, well, maybe you're in the wrong fucking yeah. job then. And he went, you're the only person that hasn't helped me. You're supposed to help me. I said, no, I'm not supposed Fuck to fucking off. help you. You fucking, I pay you to bring me the fucking shit. Look, and I'm not trying to be the big I am, but there's a reason why I get online shit delivered. I don't like carrying heavy bags exactly. up three flights of fucking stairs. Exactly. And he's like, I've never met anybody so rude in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right? I said, I'm pretty fucking as a neither. I said, 
I said, I said, I haven't even fucking started True yet. judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> he hardly so, knows you, but he got you spot on. <laughs> he, said, he said, I haven't brought the water up. I said, okay, <laughs> that's the whole fucking point. I said, are you going to bring it? He's like, no, I'm going to leave it down. He said, do you want me to take it away or leave it? I said, leave it. I said, I'll send somebody else down for it. Or I'll go down again tomorrow. <laughs> just smile at those You know. <laughs> and he goes, um... And, he, and so he fucked off, right? I went downstairs to get the water. He fucking took it with him. So I thought, fuck this. I'm not having this shit. So I rang them. Because I had nothing better to do. Right? Because I quite, like, rang them up. I fucking rang them up. And I was on hold for, you know, the usual fucking five minutes. Ding, 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 ding. And it finally got through. I said, look. Um, I said, I don't know whether you, generally speaking, have rules about this. I said, but um, one of your drivers have spoken to me in a way that I've never been spoken to. Uh, I don't expect to be made to feel guilty that I haven't helped him bring the fucking stuff upstairs because that's his job. Oh, yeah, yeah, what right? did they say? And they were like, oh, well, you know, we do have a, a duty of care to our drivers. I'm Fuck like, well, I don't. Off. I said, I'm not paying you a delivery charge to deliver it myself, yeah. right? And I said, also, he said, he's taken the water. I said, I suffer from a very rare complaint. Which means I need to drink water at all uh, yeah, times. Yeah. I now haven't got I'm any an irascible water, right? bastard. Yeah, I'm really, fu- yeah, I'm really, fu- and I was quite pissed by this stage, right? And, um, <laughs> but I'm going to let them off because they rang me this morning. Because last night I said, "Well, aren't you going to offer me any kind of, you know, compensation stuff. for my loss yeah, yeah. and my, and also for being insulted by your driver?" And the best they could do was they said, "Well, don't worry, we'll take him off that run, so you'll never get him again." And I went, "Well, that's fair enough." Fair enough. I said, "But what, what else are you going to do?" And they said, "Well." I said, if you want me to not order as much stuff, you have to tell me. If you want to put something on your website that says, please don't order too much stuff or else our drivers will complain. Or if you want to say you can't come up more than two flights of stairs, put it on the fucking website. And that way I'll know, right? So they said, oh, we're terribly sorry, but we can't do any more than that. Anyway, this morning I get a call from the fucking supervisor. 50 quid uh, voucher. There you go. Which is pretty good. I was pretty happy with that. I said, you can consider... Because I may have also said at the end of the call, well... There's going to be a lot of fucking interesting conversations on the radio show that I'll do tomorrow about your shitty fucking service. So I think that must have set them off, you know. Because I had this trouble. You've once used before. that ploy before, haven't you? I had, I had this that trouble. restaurant you didn't like. Yeah. I had this. I had this problem once before with another supermarket that shall remain nameless. This guy, right, brings me the the delivery that I've ordered, um, and he rings me, and I'm like, oh yeah. I said, where are you? He said, I'm on the second floor. I said, what do you mean? I said, I thought I buzzed you in. He said, yeah, I did. You buzzed me in, but we're on the second floor. I said, well, I'm on the third floor. He said, yeah, we can't bring you up anymore. I said, what do you mean? He went, we're not, we're not required to take it more than three flights. And I said, yeah, but you came in at the bottom level. If you'd come in where the square is, you would have only come up two flights and you could come up a third one. But you decided to do that. He said, well, are you coming down? I went, no, of course I'm not fucking coming down. I ordered the fucking shit to be delivered to my house, not somewhere near my fucking house. <laughs> He said, well, what do you want me to do? I said, you can fucking take it away. You had to fucking take it all back downstairs. <laughs> I've never known a cunt like you. There's so much trouble with basic everyday matters. Driving cars, parking, yeah. getting delivery. Everything like, turns yeah, into a drama. I know, because it's like, I've, I feel like somebody's got it in for me. That, you know, I'm just trying to fucking, all I'm trying to do is order some fucking food and some wine and somehow it gets fucked up. I don't think it's my fault though. Is it? Yeah. I don't think it is. It is definitely your <laughs> No, well, no. I don't think it's necessarily your thought, but, thought, but if you think about it, all these dramas you're talking about, the delivery, the parking, the yeah. driving, and all that, what's the common denominator? 
Me? Yeah, you already, all of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, you know, you should look into your dark heart. So next and... time, next time somebody comes to my house with stuff for me, <laughs> I should say, look, don't worry, I'll come downstairs, it's really heavy, but I'll carry it upstairs myself, <laughs> even though I've paid you to fucking do it. You see, the thing is about you, though, right, if it is, well, maybe I'm not a very good example. You're probably so, not. Because no, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit like you. I can't believe I've been told I'm fucking you, rude. Yeah, I'm, no, Kevin, no, I'm no, fucking Sullivan. No, fuck but you. See, if it's like a, a normal person, the bloke goes, oh, I can't, I, you know, bring the water up. And, and they go, well, you know, actually, I did... Um, uh, you know, I want you to bring the water up, and I expected you to bring the water up. But uh, so I hope that you will. But what it would have happened is he said, I, I, I might not bring the water up. You go, you fucking cunt! Bring the fucking water up. <laughs> <laughs> because you hit you hit boiling point immediately. No, yeah. I didn't. Though. No, I was actually, I was actually. But you quite usually calm. do. No, I was actually quite calm. I was just saying. Well, I'm, I'm very surprised. I bet you called him a cunt. I didn't. No, because I mean, actually, you say those, fuck. No, in those situations, I'm always actually no, very that's calm. Why. That's because why. I always know if this is going to be played back Good point. to the fucking yeah. people who are supposed to be giving me a refund, yeah. if he says I swore yeah, it, yeah, yeah. then I might have lost the fucking battle. Absolutely. So, so no, I was very. I just said, well, I'm sorry you feel like that, but maybe you need to get another. Think about getting another job. Yeah. You said, know, I'm sorry you feel like that. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What I should have done is, would you mind taking the rubbish out for me while you're up here? <laughs> you know, give him another bag. <laughs> um, so should we talk about Matt Hancock? We should talk about Matt Hancock. We should. We should also talk about the rug, uh, the football, I suppose, as well. But let's talk about Matt Hancock first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, he, he, he he's upset to... a lot of people. Well, I'll tell you what was hilarious though. I've never I was listening had... to your show yesterday, <laughs> and I was laughing because you were going, you know. Be fucking great if he wins it because people would just be so pissed off. Yeah. Well, you know? the thing is, the thing is that uh, over the weekend I've never had more fun on Twitter. Yeah, just wind, go mad, yeah, yeah. winding them all up. And these fucking lefties, What's wrong they, with they, 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 they cannot, you know. So there's a, this TV psychologist that we sometimes interview. Yeah, um, I don't know why I can't say her name, so I'm going to fucking say it. Joe Hemmings, right? So oh, yeah. she puts. I think she's rather left leaning. She is a bit nice yeah. lady and all that. She puts on Twitter, and this sums up the lefties, yeah. the left-wing mob, and their attitude to how well Hancock was doing in the jungle. They literally could not understand it, and yeah. they, they could think of no reason. So she puts on Twitter. She says, uh, I've just been interviewed by The Observer, uh, and they're asking me why it is that uh, people are voting for Matt Oh, Hancock. I heard you say this, yeah. And for the life of me, I just had no explanation. So I put a fun, so I put a sort of quote tweet back. Well, Joe, could it be this? They like him. Yeah. For oh, fuck's sake. Oh yeah. It's as simple as that. These are things that you can't say. So they they went from they went from people are voting for him just to keep him in, so he suffers. So they say, hang on a second, he's not suffering. Right. He's having the time of his life. Yeah. You can see that. He's making a lot so of money. So you can jettison that. Then they go. Uh, it's it's a it's a right wing uh, right wing syndicate. They're right. definitely voting for him. It's a, it's a conspiracy. Then it becomes a betting yeah. uh, consi- uh-huh. a, uh, conspiracy that the betters have got together. They can't he, accept that he's actually quite popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and more. And then ITV have fixed the vote. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is why people were voting for Matt. Because they liked him. Yes. He was popular. He was more popular, if you're listening and you're a left-wing cunt, uh, listen to this. He was more popular than Charlene White, Scarlett Douglas, uh, Sue Cleaver, Baba Tunde, Boy George, 
Chris, Chris Moyles, Sean Walsh, and Mike Tyndall. He yeah. was more popular than all of them. He made the final day. That is a triumph. He succeeded. He went in there to humanise himself, to try to tell people he was not a monster, to try to get people to like them. And you might not like this, but he succeeded. He did, but I guess what happens now is going to be interesting because he's got a book coming out, um, which I'm not that interested in, to be honest. I really <laughs> would not ever consider myself reading it, but it will make some new stories. It's got a I'm, pandemic diaries. Yeah. You should call it Diary of a Pandemic yeah, Cunt. Right. I mean, I'm sure there'll be lines in it which will make news, right? Because I assume the mail have bought the serialisation because yeah. they buy every other fucking serialisation. Um, and so, uh, there will be stories that come out of it. However, I just don't think that many people will give a fuck. And yeah. so, apart from the sort of the deranged maniacs who go, yeah. but he killed loads of people, yeah. he killed all the relatives, well, fine, whatever. I don't think <laughs> anybody normal gives a fuck about that. Um, I just find him a bit of a slippery, odious character. I agree with him. And, and I wouldn't want to have anything to fucking do with him. Now, you know, but, but it's, it's amazing the way that people can't sort of see where I was coming yeah, from. Yeah. Even Mark Borkowski, our friend, yeah, yeah. PR guru right. in London, he, he gets his, oh, I, I didn't realise you were a, a fan of Matt Hancock. I said, I'm not a fucking fan of no, Matt Hancock. But you're an observer. I think, I think Matt Hancock's a cunt. I think he fucked up the fucking right. uh, pandemic. Uh, he was an outrageous, useless health secretary, uh, an authoritarian little git who locked us down right. every 10 minutes. And a cheat. Nothing, you know, who broke his own fucking rules, uh, broke his wife's heart, broke yeah. his kids. He's yeah. a cunt. He's a cunt. Total cunt. Because uh, he doesn't give any thought whatsoever. But that, I don't kids, like him, right? but that doesn't mean I didn't want him to no. win because him winning would have pissed off all the right people. And in fact, well, it's pissed him off anyway because he did rather but well. But I wonder as well whether the people who did think he was going to be this odious fucking, you know, devil-horned character, you know, kind of, um, you know, it's almost like a sort of caricature of, of, of a horrible, evil person. And then it works out, oh, he's not actually that bad. Yeah, because he's just a, another bloke. He might be a bit of a twat. He might be somebody you don't particularly fucking look forward to meeting or having a long conversation with. But he's not fucking evil personified. Yeah. And this is the problem nowadays, where you get these fucking ridiculous yeah, polarised right, exactly I was listening. It. I was listening to Radio 4 the other he's day. He's not a murderer. He's an no. incompetent he's a, yeah. bungler. He's, he's a competent bungler. He's no worse than any other fucking Absolutely. incompetent he, bungler. He, he didn't do it deliberately. No. But the point is, is that I was listening to this debate on... Uh, I think it, I can't remember if it was Hancock or it was on something to do with climate change. Oh. And this BBC sort of, you know, moderator, I think it was the 5 p.m. The PM show at 5 o'clock, he actually said... But surely there are some subjects which don't have two sides to the argument. Oh, God. And you go, well, no, actually. All arguments all have two arguments sides have to the two argument. fucking sides, you fucking moron. This is the point. Right? But, you know, you can't have that view because that must make you evil. But you know? all, all, the, all the lefties were absolute... It, it was kind of bizarre, almost disconcerting, that, that, that they could not get it through their heads. Mm. There must be a reason... Uh, why people are voting for the evil Tory. Yeah. It can't... It didn't enter their minds that they were voting for yeah. the, quotes, evil Tory, close quotes, right. because he was popular. Right. They, no. they could not No, they even, can't compute that. They couldn't no, even compute but that. these are the same people, by the way, who can't understand why anybody who is not thick, racist and bigoted actually voted to leave the European Union, because they assume... That if you did, you must be one or all of those three things. Yeah. Because they can't get their heads around why anybody sensible, which is most of us, 
actually voted Brexit. Yeah, and he, he, he but also you know, this this came into play with Arne Saleh. Mm. But when uh, when all their options were closed, mm. when it was quite clear that the only reason Matt Hancock was still in the jungle. Uh, was because he was popular, right. because the viewers liked him. They then start turning on the mm. viewers. They're morons. Yeah, they must be. They're thick. Yes. You know, because that's like, their always go to place, isn't it? If you watch I'm, I'm a getting, Celebrity, you're a moron. I've been getting a lot of this in the last, I don't know what it is, but in the last sort of four to five weeks, particularly at the weekend, these fucking lefties who obviously just sit there kind of, you know, waiting for something to be outraged by. And I'm like you, I love winding them up, right? Yeah. So I'll just wind them up and, you know, it's all with me, it's all the you fucking bloke thinks you can grow concrete, you're fucking stupid, you're thick, Mike Graham's the thickest broadcaster. Yeah. All of which is great. You know, as I say to them, it is actually registered on the internet that I am the thickest broadcaster that's ever lived, so it must be true, <laughs> you, know. But, you know. I don't really give a fuck, right? Can't argue with that. Can't argue with it, you know, it's been written down and everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they can't believe that I'm not. They actually want me to be stupid. They really right. want to believe that I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, I think they do. They, that, that, and that, that, that's the thing, is they think we're all stupid because we don't agree with them, because we have opinions yeah. uh, that differ from their My opinions. My favourites are the if ones... If you don't think exactly the same as me, you are thick. Yes. Fuck off. No, it is you who are thick. If you have such a fucking closed mind, you mm. can't understand. There's a panorama of opinions out there on every single fucking subject. And if you can't assimilate that fact, you're the fucking moron, not us. Yeah, exactly right. Should we talk about the World Cup finally? The we World go? Cup, yeah. I mean, I've quite enjoyed the football, to be honest. I haven't watched a lot of it. The game on Friday night was fucking dire. Despite the miserable night that you had, yeah. uh, missing dinner, it was still better than watching Well, I recorded it. I, I went home and watched the first 40 minutes. I mean, I watched it up. with my son because he was interested. Um, but it was fucking dire. And then uh, there was about four games over the weekend that I watched, all of which were better than England. Well, England... The Argentina-Mexico game was great. I watched the... Yesterday, what did I watch? It was the... Um, Spain-Germany. Spain-Germany, yeah. Spain-Germany game was pretty good. Also... Um, the one that was won by um, was it the African team. That well, Ghana beat Ghana and Portugal was no, a that, good, that was a great. No, game. I didn't Port- see that one. Portugal three, Ghana two. I think. It was, okay, great game, great game. Oh no, that was yeah. That, I saw that one last week. Yeah, that was last Friday, wasn't it? Last Thursday. With Ronaldo, where Ronaldo's face when the goalkeeper nearly threw the fucking game at the end. Yeah. You know, where the guy came from behind him. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I've actually quite enjoyed. The no, 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 I'm enjoying enjoying the tournament. Uh, 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 you know, and you know. I don't like Qatar as a place, but, you know, we're, we're over that. It's on board. Qatar's a yeah. cunt of a country uh, ruled by awful tyrants with terrible laws. We've got it. We've got it. Let's move on. Mate. Yeah, exactly. That was last week. You know, this yeah. week, it's all about, you know, England getting to the next round. Yeah, but... The, as, but and what, everyone will get terribly excited. I mean, there's no way they're not going to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's tomorrow, the game. Oh, yeah, we can't... We sort of can't not it's qualify. Almost, yeah, it, I mean, it was something weird would have to happen. Wales would have to beat England by a load of goals, and Iran would have to win. I mean, Wales, I Wales are shy. They're not good, are they? No, they're not. They're a bunch of old men, to be yeah. honest with you. Absolutely. Uh, and, but, but, you know, fucking Southgate, another fucking English manager who are... They're blind to talent, Yes. You know, they'd rather pick a great big old donkey. Yeah. Uh, because they'll, they'll make sure we don't lose. Did you lose. see McGuire trying to dribble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking know, hilarious. I, 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 Last time I saw somebody dribbling like that was me, right? Why, I yeah. played in this fucking five-a-side game in Scotland against Ali McCoist and a bunch of other fucking people who were quite good. And I, at one point, I managed... We, we played like... I think we played like four or five games. 
the total score lines were, were we didn't score one goal, right? And this was a press team, as you can imagine from the mirror. We let in 35 goals. At one point, our fucking... And the second game? Fucking, uh, at one point, our fucking goalkeeper had to be taken off a concussion because he kept, he kept getting hit in the face of the ball. He was that shit, right? He kept saving it with his head. Nice save. Eventually, eventually, we had to fucking him off. But I actually managed at one point, because I did used to be quite a good footballer, believe it or not. At one point, I somehow managed to break through and get to the point where I was actually running onto the goal with the ball and having walked around a couple of people, and I just fell over, right? For no fucking reason, just collapsed in front of the fucking goal. Didn't score. Um, and that was what Maguire looked like. He fucking dribbled around oh, a couple of people, and he just useless. fell over. It's just you, slabhead. You know, you've know, you got one of the greatest players in the world, Phil Foden. Uh, and uh, he's that. played about 30 seconds. I don't know about that. He's not one of the greatest he players He's a in the fucking world. great He's player. good. He should be playing. He well, should start. Well, well, of course... Southgate's not going to pick him though because he's too talented. He's not reliable. He's, he's exactly, that's what I'm saying. Who are reliable? Yeah, you These can rely people, on them. They, 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 they can pick... rely on them to do fuck all. That's what they're reliable. For. They pick fat donkeys right. over talented stars. But England have always been a bit like that, haven't they? They've yeah, well, liked, that's English managers. They've never for liked proper fucking. You well, know, it's English managers. Players. English right. managers. English managers. As I've always said about Southgate, he he picks the England team yeah. as if he was trying to avoid relegation. By the way. I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to the special match of the day, um, Human Rights second <laughs> chapter, when they do a big piece about China. Um, because obviously, having done Qatar, you'll get Gary Lineker, Wei Alan Shearer, uh, Alex Scott, and another bloke, uh, whose name I always forget, um, doing a four-man and woman series on human rights in China, and why we should be very careful, because that's what they did about Qatar. When do you think they're going to do that? Eh? Well, hopefully never. I mean... By the way, that Xi Jinping, he's a cunt, isn't he? He's, well, he doesn't give a fuck what you think, or yeah, anybody no, but, else. You see, but what he thinks he's clever, which he obviously is, however... Uh, well, he is the leader of the what Chinese What he doesn't understand, what, he, what he's failed to understand, like so many tyrants of the past, is you can push people so far. You've known a few in your time. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah worked for a few. Uh, but that you can push Top people... tyrants. You can push people only so far, and in the end... They will rebel against you. Well, I think it's going to end pretty horribly, actually. Not, not yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, yeah. But they'll just kill them. Yeah, they'll fucking just mow them down. Like they did Tiananmen Square. Remember that? Yeah. Fucking you, you know, this fucking guy, he's like, he's like the worst fucking tyrant ever. Mm. I mean, okay, he hasn't maybe murdered as many of some of his predecessors, but I can't remember any of the uh, other tyrants in history welding people into their fucking homes. No. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. So then there's a fire, they all fucking die. And he fucking sits around in Beijing thinking, oh, that'll be all right, yeah, nobody will moan about that. Well, I think you're fine, they might G. Well, maybe he'll just give us another fucking pandemic. But you're right, that's one to watch. It's going to be a big story. It is going to be a big story. Anyway, that's it for us. Um, Fuck China. Yeah, fuck China. We'll be back at the same time next week with the Thought Police. Don't forget, we are doing a live show. Apparently we can do more live shows in the new year. So look out for that, because you can't get a ticket to the ones that are currently going on now. And hopefully, Although what I would say is, if you live in London, because it's a rail strike day, yeah, I know. there might be some people who can't make it. We haven't heard from anyone yet, but just in case, if you, if you are in London on the off chance on the 16th of December, yeah. and you want to try and see if you can get a ticket on the door, it might be worth a try. Yeah, I, I, We don't control all that. Is all I'm saying. It's Keep an eye on, on the rail strike. Yeah. With a bit of luck, they'll have uh, resolved Maybe the Maybe Mick Grinch would have fucking Mick folded. Mick Grinch, cunt, twat. fucker. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>